morning, everybody. Here I am talking to a wonderful lady called Lynn Jones, who is apparently married to a very famous paraglider pilot called Antoine. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Stefan. How are you doing? We've never met, but you sound like a fantastic lady on the phone. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm very well, yeah. And lockdown in France, and uh, yeah, all's okay. Yeah. All's okay. How is the feeling? How is the... Uh, uh, what's going on? Um, well, we are very blessed, Stefan. We do live in... Um, we have a lot of land, and we have a big forest. And a tiny house we live in, which Antoine's kind of mostly built, um so our lives aren't so generally affected in the sense that we feel like we are confined it's just maybe like going out like we have a kid akash um but akash is actually homeschooled so we actually built a school in the garden so uh we don't actually have that intensity like a lot of other people are experiencing suddenly they have to be at home with their kids and school them etc uh so yeah i mean the only thing is uh you, you feel naturally the what's going on around you. I don't look at so much news. I don't listen to so much. But I'm a kind of sensi- sensitive person. And every uh, every night I light my candles on my terrace. And uh, I think about everybody that's, everyone in the world, in fact, everybody in the whole world that's maybe been affected. And, you know, you know something's going on, but you just don't really know what it is. That's what's happening with this end, Stefan. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah, know. Wonderful. You come from Glasgow. I told you uh, yesterday when we had a brief chat that I have been in Edinburgh before. And yeah. you said your only experience of traveling nine or ten months around Africa was one of your best uh, trips yeah. that you've done. Yeah, yeah. it was an amazing yeah. trip. I had an opportunity to, well, I just took off, actually. We'd been on the Zambezi for a few months, like six months or whatever. Um, I tried my best to kayak it and live on it with a big group of raft guides. And uh, I took off with a very, very dear friend. And we basically hitchhiked uh, about six or seven different countries in Africa, which for me, um, you know, it was just like the essence of life for me there I don't know it was so um, alive and so enriching and you know the way we'd done it was pretty wild <laughs> and there was lots of wonderful experiences that happened you know the first AK-47 in your face and various kind of you know various things you know where you're coming from but um, amazing amazing um, adventure which made India feel like a breath of fresh air in a different kind of sense you know much much easier I would say um, when my next big adventure was naturally in India, where I mean, and sure. where you got into the whole yogi side, uh, you've been doing yoga for 25 years. That's a way of yeah. life, as you described it. Yeah. You said it became a necessity when you had malaria four times. Yeah, that makes you very energetic. Would you like to say something on that? Um, well, I think uh, before I um, left to go to Africa. I had a very, very busy lifestyle. I had, uh, I was working on television, which just fell into my life like that. It was not something I ever wanted to do. I was public speaking. I was doing lots of really, really physical, energetic, you know, kind of things. And when you're struck down by a disease like that, um, especially four times and the last blast was when I happened to arrive into Scotland, I was bed bound, Stefan. I had uh, an idea of what happened to me and I, the legs were taken away from me. And I could have went one way or I could have went another way. But I'd already touched on yoga, you see. 
I touched a little bit on yoga and I thought, hmm, maybe I could, maybe I could just understand what energy is, in fact. You don't always have to be running around. You don't always have to be full power in a physical sense. Maybe you can disperse your energies. And this was um, a really interesting time for me to go deeper. My first kind of depth into what it was rather than just a set of gymnastic exercises. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And do you have a message for the world uh, in with regards to yoga? Why should people do yoga? Why should people get out there and, and, and live that thing? Because it makes you a happier person. <laughs> really, it's just um, a pleasure to dig deeper. And um, really with nothing more than a little mat on the ground, you know. And um, that's the start of it, I suppose. It just makes you get to know yourself better. Ah, certainly. Couldn't agree with you more. I don't know how you feel, Lynn, but I feel we, we're living in crazier, crazier times. Uh, the word narcissism or turning the mirror on ourselves, self-importance, all these things becoming more and more ingrained in us. Uh, the propaganda of the world is, uh, look how much you can earn, look how much you can show the Joneses, how, how better you are than others. I, I don't Do you get that feeling? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I think um, there's an element of um, control that... Um, something wants upon us there's no doubt about it it's one of the main reasons i suppose why we never spent our kid to school as well we decided to take that upon ourselves um because it starts now at such a young age especially in france it's like three years old and this situation now i've listened to a couple of things stefan and one of the things i did listen to was a big kind of it was dr shiva that's how i listened to it as an american but his name was dr shiva i was like okay i'll listen to this i think it was mike that actually sent me it mike from austria pilot mike yeah and um it was about vaccinations, in fact. And after the, after watching this twenty-minute video, I was like, "Right, I'm not against vaccinations, like thoroughly against anything. I'm not like against society and you know the way it works. But what I just like is freedom of choice and having to be able to choose our own way. And I feel like more and more we're getting closed into a situation where it seems like we're having less control of what we would like." as individuals it's like almost you have to you're going to have to go off grid to be able to be who you want to be if you don't conform to you know having a microchip put in i don't know or having you have to have this vaccination to travel or you know mm -hmm. it feels a bit like that to me you know yeah i mean uh, come on we both traveled as youngsters uh you know uh, the world was so free it was so easy yeah. you could just go yeah yeah even if I went to go and visit Iran again or, um, you know, go back yeah. to Iceland, uh, it feels like impossible today. You know? Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, it's just it's just different, you know, and we, we just the thing is we can't change inside. You know, we have to keep these things inside us. You know, we just can't change the way we think because then it changes even more. You know what I mean, Stefan? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. talk about paragliding for a moment. Very so, <laughs> uh, now you have married to Antoine for 20 years, so I'm sure yeah. you've got a lot of funny stories, lots of scary stories, lots of fun things. And uh, I did preempt you and ask you to kind of prepare some funny story or yeah. two for us today. Yeah. Have you got something to introduce well, us? It didn't take me long because I already remembered, uh, and it was it's, it's actually brilliant how it runs into one another. One story runs into directly to another. So if this is too long. Just, yep. um, yeah. Oh. So basically what happens was um, 
and her and I must have been at Chachu's or something. I don't know. We're having a drink on top of um, up in beer. Okay, this was in about mm. two thousand and six or something. Five, I don't know. And um, the chat was on about getting to Manali for the day. We have to go to Manali. Now, Antoine hadn't even flown to Manali alone at this point, so everyone was like, "Yeah, let's go, Manali, cross, let's go." And Antoine's like, "Lynn," I was like, "Yeah, okay." We weren't in Chachu's. I'm telling a lie. We were in the guest house and we were talking about it because you know why. This is why. I said, well, I, Antoine says, I don't have a tandem seat. And that's when Mike jumped in, Mike Langley. You're there. And he says, oh, I've got one. So Mike's room is like a bazaar, right? Mike's room is like full and his brother shares it. Right? So we go into Mike's room. And, yeah, you, you know the Mike, the, the friends. So we go into the room and we're looking where this tandem um, harness and Stephen, I wish he, he picked it up. And it was luminous. It was a lumin. It basically was two bits of wood, one square, one rectangle, covered in luminous um, material. And he's like, "This will do." And I was like, "Huh?" I was used to. I'm doing lots of tandems before, you know. But I was like, "Mate, you're joking." And he's like, "No, this is the this lens fine." It was like a cross between a 1980s kind of workout harness with some sort of sadomasochism involved in it. I'm not quite sure how to describe it, but I knew that's what I had to wear. So off we went to the takeoff, sitting in Chachu's, and Twan's like, right, Lynn, I've never done it, but we're going to do it. And I was like, right, okay, let's do it. You know, you're just going to quickly fly from Beer to Manali with that thing, you know? Yeah, so honestly, this is awesome. We're off. Took off, and, you know, it was highly uncomfortable. I was like, you know, we can do this, no problem. Shanti and all right. So there was a couple others on the route as well. You know, Bruce, I remember Bruce was in a tandem, and he was on the kind of comp with us, right? So off we go. So we're doing the cross where, you know, the Manali Pass, I don't know, we're in between the Baroque Valley and the Kulu Valley, okay? And we're in this huge transition. I'll never forget. I'm standing, actually doing this as I speak to you. But I remember Antoine's like, okay, Lynn, I need to piss. And I was like, right, okay. And he's like, okay, I'm just going to push you forwards. And I was like, right, okay. And I think that I was like, okay. And he's like, okay, don't panic. Everything's fine. And Stefan, at that moment, my whole body flew forward, spread eagles, arms, legs. Now I am this huge transition, man. I don't know how high up in the sky. It's just like, and Antoine's like, don't worry, everything's fine. I'm just coming. And he's pissing out the side of his, himself, trying not to soak himself. And I'm like spread eagled. I wish I had a photograph of it. I really do. And in the back, is there, sir? And I was like, yeah, completely in shock, not knowing what was going on. Like, yeah, I'm fine. And then he's like, okay, let's go to Manali. I don't really know where we're going, but we'll go that way. I always remember, so we continue flying, and he's like, "Okay, Lynn, I think that's Manali down there." And I was like, "Okay, right." He's like, "Look for a flat, look for a landing place," and I was like, "Okay." And I'm looking at the sky, and I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Yes, I can see it." And Stefan, it was a forest, it was buildings, and this like little stamp on the ground, and I got it. It was brilliant. Landed down, we seen somebody, and all we could see was hum kaha hey, where are we? And this guy turns around and he's like, Manali. And now we've done the dances. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. But I'll never forget it. This luminous harness out there spread eagles. Him having a piss beside me. It sounds completely mad. Yeah. Oh, and- it was brilliant. And we got a taxi back. We got a taxi back to um, Beer. And in the morning, uh-huh. we got back in late. In the morning, Antoine came running back from the tea shop. And he's like, Lynn, 
What's it about midday? And I was just like trying to survive, like what happened the day before, man. But everyone was like, yeah, she done it. You done the first flight to Manali because it was our maiden flight to Manali on tandem. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, yeah. And um, I'm trying to come back. And he's like, let me have to go. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, Jim Mallinson has dropped his bum bag over um, by Waldo. And if anybody knows about him, actual predation, know where Waldo is, right? This big mountain, right? Beside the the Jalso Pass, Antoine's described it to me. And I was like, right, he said, we have to go and find his bag. So it was about four, three o'clock in the afternoon. We got to the takeoff and there was a group of us. It was Kiko, say Jessica Love, Eddie Colfox, Jim Mallinson. And there was a couple. And I remember the, only the first names, but it was Jetka and Dominic. And off we went. We landed on this gnarly top landing, killer, you know, it was just like, and Jim was like, okay, guys, it was a pretty, you know, high landing, and Jim was like, okay, guys, we just have to be careful because it is hunting season for the bears, Chachu just told me in the chat shop, right, and we were like, right, okay, so we had about two hours of daylight left, and we were determined we were going to go and find this, um, a bomb bag of Jim's, not only in this bomb bag, let me tell you, sorry, Stefan, his whole life was in this bomb bag, passport. Um. All his cards, he was meant to be leaving the next day. He still hadn't told his wife, Claudia, and all his money. So off we went, separate. We went and I kind of like, okay, Eddie had taken photographs from the sky when it had dropped. And off we went. Hope I'm making this clear. And off we went to try and find this bum bag. We searched about an hour and a half. We were all going down this way. It was quite, you know, I mean, the ground was pretty in an incline. And um, they were like... Jim and I were together and he's like, Linda, so, you know, I mean, I've had it, it's dark's coming, we need to start a fire, we need to get safe, because it was pretty, like, you know, we were in the Himalayas, you know, and uh, it was kind of dark, and uh, we'd radios over, okay, and Eddie and, Eddie and Antoine, and suddenly you heard Antoine, and we were like, ah, and Jim was like, what was that? And he's like, I've got the bag. Wow. And you found it. That's, and Antoine I mean, that's had a, found it on it. It was wow. a, it was a pin in a haystack. Absolutely. Oh, I once dropped a stick camera off a tandem in uh, in Austria, and I was uh-huh. like over a forest, and I was like, I'm never gonna find it. Uh-huh. About forty minutes, and the next thing I found it. I was like, I, I couldn't believe that I had found it. it was, uh, and no. did, did you find it with any anything, any help, or was it just on your feet? No, I just alone. I, I just kind of spotted where I dropped it, and I thought, all right, mm-hmm. I'll take my skis and I'll go down there. It was in winter, and uh, yeah. uh, obviously just uh, uh, your pine trees and snow. And I looked around. I looked around. Yeah, the next thing I was lying there. I couldn't believe I found it. And but... last what Antoine said, he said, honestly, Lynn, Eddie was behind me and he turned around and went, Eddie, come on. And he just turned around and it was on a boulder. It was on a rock. And you can yeah. imagine Jim. We just done the dance of it. Jim sat and lit the fire all night as we all slept in the tandems. And Jim kept the fire going all night. It was classic. So that was your crazy story. Fantastic. Really. <laughs> Lynn, it's been absolutely fantastic chatting with you. Well, thanks, Stefan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if my accent was too strong. <laughs> no, your accent is fantastic. It all adds to it. I think it's absolutely great. Uh, later today, I'll be chatting to Sachit uh, Sankrani. Do you know him too? Sachit Sankrani. Uh, where's he from? He has started the 360 degree um, uh, house building up there ah, with Rob French. Robinson. Ah, yeah, Sachi. It's just the pronunciation of his second name. I didn't get you. Sachi is a really good friend. Say hi. Anyway, I'm in touch with him every other day. So, Well, spread the love. 
Yeah. Keep happy. We have Keep this. Uh, we have this lockdown. We have this lockdown thing going. So we always in touch with all the guys. And anyway, thanks, Stephen. Absolutely. I say, spread the love, share the story, yeah. folks. The very, very best. Yeah.